the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm, um, you know, I want to start the show. Last night, I had a really, really weird dream, and I, I think I know why I had the dream. I was listening to um, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert talk about the articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. And it was about the border. And um, as somebody who's been down there and seen some of the atrocities that happened at that border, um, I had a dream that these sex traffickers were coming in and they were trying to come after my kids. And I woke up this morning and it, it felt so real. It felt like it was like I was there. I, I, I was trying to fight them. I was shooting at them. And like it was as if they were invisible. And um, it, it, I started thinking back, you know, when you saw George Clooney and uh, Ashton Kutcher um, fighting way back when to do something about human trafficking, sex trafficking uh, and labor trafficking. This, that means it's not just human and sex. It's labor trafficking as well. And we have to do better. And so many people, they just make this border issue just people crossing, um, trying to, you know, look for a better life. But it's so many facets as it relates to the border. And Joe Biden and Mayorkas have utterly failed the American people. They failed the border states. And we have to do better as it relates to this 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 scourge that's 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 coming across our border these 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 men and these men specifically who are coming across and and trafficking our kids you know i you look at not just the trafficking aspect but they're coming for our kids i i i'm i don't know if i sent off daddy who's here on the board today i don't know if i sent them the audio but i was watching uh, ryan fournier on on instagram and they were at the New York City Pride Parade, and they were they were um, making the saying, "We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your kids, guys. If you if if we don't really understand the fight, the battle that's happening across this country as it relates to our kids, wake up, wake up, because." 
They're coming for your kids. They're coming for my kids. They're coming. If you have kids, they're coming for them. And they will indoctrinate them in, in so many ways. We have to wake up before it's too late. Troublemaker, I know this is something that's near and dear to your heart, too. Yes. What are your thoughts about this, man? Well, number one, you need to eat better before you go to sleep. Because Actually, actually, no, I, I didn't eat anything that was, you know, really bad because I hadn't eaten since, like, I think it was like four thirty, five o'clock at night. I mean, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I hadn't eaten anything. Maybe that might have something to do with it. They say when you eat bad food before you go to sleep, you have bad dreams. So. Yeah. But that being said, number one, since you, you, you hit me with two different topics, really. When it comes to uh, impeaching Joe Biden because of the border, and you mentioned the lady's name, do you think she upstaged MTG? Because they oh, no, were they got into a fight. Yeah, they, they were catfighting in the media. So, what do you think? Do you think she upstaged her? Um, no, because uh, I get, I can see why that will appear as though she upstaged her. But I but I believe uh, MTG's was Mayorkas and Biden. I think in, oh, in, in, in Lawrence, just Biden and Kamala. Uh, it's it's uh, Biden and yeah, Biden and Kamala. I didn't hear anything about. What's yeah, the guy's name? Miyorkia right. or something like that? I said her name right. You said, yeah, I'm, I'm rubbing off on you. It's Kamala, not Kamala. But yeah, she, she was very specific. Now, she had to redo it because she was trying to uh, uh, add some money to it, like $16 million, and it was stupid. Wait, no, no, I think you're talking about Anna Polina. You're talking about the censure of Adam Schiff, right? I'm that talking about I'm talking about the articles of impeachment. But there were money? I didn't see that aspect. Yeah, it was like $16 million. She had to redo it. And 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 now it went straight to committees. Now I whoa whoa I want to ask, and I know you waiting waiting to jump on it. I know some other hosts might have jumped on it, but I didn't hear. I didn't listen. What do you think about McCarthy sending her uh, articles of, of impeachment to committees instead, instead of, of going straight for the vote? I, I look, listen. I let them hash it out in committee. I would. I want to see that. I want to see. I want to see them hash it out in the committee because. Which committee would it be sent to? Jim Jordan's, right? Judiciary. Yeah. So I want to see Jim Jordan lead that, right? But why wouldn't... Or or are they going to create some special committee to do it? Now, but why wouldn't McCarthy just go straight for the vote? You know, I've been railing for I don't know how long, impeach this man now. Now, I do not believe, I'm going to say this, because I like to be consistent, I don't think they should impeach on the border. I think they should impeach because they know this dude... Is a is a criminal on the take? We have a yeah, president on the aspect. take. That's just one aspect. You know, the laptop. We know he didn't took bribes. He's bribed people. That should be what he's in, being impeached for, not the border. But if they get the impeachment, well, he's impeached. But I, I just think he should be impeached for something more than the border. I think that's coming. I think I, here's what I think is happening. Jim Jordan, Comer, and Grassley have said, "Hold off on that one. Let us continue to conduct our investigation." And then, then we can start because I th- I think what they're doing because you don't see it you don't hear them out there talking a lot do you no they working and and I think what they're saying is hey hold on hold off on that aspect of the impeachment let us work you guys work you want to do uh, immigration go 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 for it with, as far as as it relates to immigration but allow us to continue to conduct our inv- investigation because I mean dude this goes all the way back to 2014 mm-hmm. in some respects did you notice that yeah. Do you think they're going to impeach him twice? Because if they're doing it like that, that they're going to try to impeach him twice like they did Trump. Right. And, oh, and speaking of Trump, uh-huh. um, the speaker said he's going to um, 
allow the the house to basically uh expunge trump's impeachments oh you, I, you know what we were talking about that uh, a while back yeah. man we've been talking about that a while while back uh, i was wondering can they do that so, well, so they're gonna try <laughs> oh man that's gonna be awesome if they expunge his impeachment i would love to know what the process of that is though this never been tried right i mean because there's never what there's, has there ever been a nixon really didn't that didn't get complete, it didn't right? go through no that, that didn't go through nixon but it, right he's not convicted but but they didn't go through the process like they did with trump right no from my understanding there was no no what you call a dog and pony show no they just let it go you know, but as it relates to to this 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 what's happening down at our border, Valon, imagine you having to live in El Paso. Oh, imagine you having to live in in, in Southern California, I, I uh, Texas, and, I, and and have to and having to, you know, li- through Arizona and having to live through what, what what what's this this invasion. Me and Ricky, I used to argue with him all the time. I say, man, why are you trying to take away guns from everybody? Think about the people in these rural areas, in these rural states, and you got drug traffickers and 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 uh, coyotes and these criminals coming across your land, and you can't defend yourself. You want to take the right from them to defend themselves? Yeah. I, you are nuts. Yeah, you are nuts to do that. And when it comes to the other subject you're talking about, as far as these uh, transgenders and we're queer, we're here, and they're coming after your kids, man. These people now, I might, you know, I don't like to use the word evil a lot. But I might consider them evil, especially yeah. taking the innocence away from children. Oh, Uh-oh. and I and I'm so glad you Uh-oh. said. I'm glad you brought that up. I saw a report this morning before I left work. Illinois is reaching out to all the queer people and people that have queer kids to come on to Illinois. This is better for you here. We love you here, and they will have gender affirming surgeries and whatever your kid. Need to hear to Wait, become that, a that productive pass, person. That didn't pass here in Illinois, man. It's here. There, no, there's a bill. I know. I know there was a bill in the last in the last session, but that didn't pass. That that would they, allow minors. They're doing it. They're doing it. I saw the. Well, they can't just do it. It has to be. They have. They can't just do that, man. I'm telling you. So what happens with those doctors who nothing who have who wait wait who have the right that they're conscious to say the conscientious objections to say I can't do this because of they didn't talk this about as a kid. That. they didn't talk about that they just are they going to force the doctors to do it they didn't talk about that either they just they they're telling people come to Illinois your kid will get the help they need here as far as a uh, uh, diversity gender uh, no I said gender Villan did you gender Villan all okay. of that okay at ten years old did you really know who you were at no. ten. No, of it's course not. Of I course mean, not. all you wanted to do was go eat your boogers and play in in in, in dirt, right? But this is a different society. <laughs> they, they 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 see more than yeah. we saw. We had yeah. what five stations? They got they have thousands. You know, and they got a personal computer in their hand, and they have that. We don't. We yeah. didn't have that. <sighs> okay, Vilan, who had the better week? Oh, oh, oh. Hunter Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden, or Adam Schiff? I'm going to stick with Hunter because he got off the hook. Oh, he definitely. And then he will win the hobnob at the White House. Who does that? Uh-huh. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Maybe I'm Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, you know, the first hour, I, I normally like to talk about Illinois-centric, you know, I, I like to talk about Illinois. Okay. Um, I was reading uh, wirepoints.org. Um, Ted Dabrowski, I got to get him back on here. 
<laughs> I love have I love when Ted Dabrowski comes on here. Uh, but they had an article: thirty eight percent jump in Chicago crime during Mayor Johnson's first month. Mm. And they had a they had a, uh, a, a they 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 went through the different crimes, right? Okay, murder. Um, from 2022, it was 59. So murders are down. Wow. 59 during Lightfoot's, uh, from May 15th to June 11th of last year, uh, to Brandon has 56, a negative 5% change. Uh, criminal sexual assaults, 172 during Brandon, 164 during Lightfoot. Robbery, uh, 687 for Brandon, 642 Lightfoot. Aggravated battery, 571 for Brandon. Mayor Brandon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some respect on that. Uh, 571, 494 life. Mayor Lightfoot, formula mayor. Burglaries, 613 burglaries during Mayor Brandon. 548 Mayor Lightfoot. Thefts, 1,688 under Mayor Brandon. 1,590 under Mayor Lightfoot. Uh, motor vehicle theft. Watch this line. You ready for this one? Yeah. Whoo! 153 percent increase. 2,317 under Mayor Brandon, 917 under Mayor Lightfoot. So a total of 6,104 crimes um, as it relates to Mayor Brandon, 4,410 for Lightfoot. Shooting incidents, there have been 258 for Mayor Brandon, 230 for Lightfoot. Okay. For, now, in his defense for the car thefts, you do know they make Hondas and Kias yeah. So easy to steal. I, I, I'm not even going. So we don't know which cars they're stealing or whatever. Right. Now, listen, listen. The man has only been in office for a month, or maybe a month and a week. Just, just, just wait. Hold on. He hasn't even put the people in place yet to fight anything. Well, people on are any in place. Front. He just don't have a superintendent. He has all his team in place. He just doesn't have a superintendent. Correct? His approach hasn't been put to, in well, put in effect. So. You doesn't you don't know yet how his approach will take effect until it's it's uh, it's done. But but he be, said he was dead, ready day one though. Everybody said they're ready day one. He's ready day one. No, so there's no excuse, right? He's a former school teacher. Oh, God. he has a different approach. He cares, and I, and I got to give him that because you know, by me being a healthcare worker, I care. I don't look at things the same way. Other other people do. Him being a former school teacher, he cares about the kids. What does he care about? The kids. How? He 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 wants to give them a chance. Okay. Okay, and, 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 and when you say that, what do you mean by he wants to give them a chance? What has he shown to you that he wants to give them a chance? Well, it's not just about what he's shown to me. You gotta remember I used to talk to the man when he had a talk show for for a few years on uh progressive radio, so I know how he thinks. So, like I said, it's, 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 it, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to show me anything. I know what's in his heart. He, he uh -oh, just feels... Uh-oh, there you go again. Hey, no, hey, I, I already know, George, don't start. <laughs> as far as uh, me empathizing, I, I, like I said, I talked to him. I know, I, well, I used to. I know that he knows kids, by being a school teacher, makes mistakes. A lot of mistakes. And you got to deal with... But these are not just kids committing these crimes. I, just, I understand, but you got, you got kids from bad households that saw a lot of bad, and they don't know how to deal with civilized society. Okay, this is how I know if he was serious. You know, you know, you know, what, you know what he could have done in his first month? What? Unleash the police on the communities. Sorry. That's, that's not what he wants. But you want to cut back. You want those numbers to drop. Allow the police to do their jobs. That's not that. Hold on. Wait a minute. 
That hasn't stopped crime in 50 uh, years. It, it hasn't it, stopped. It, it, it did when, um, you must not remember, um, Superintendent Phil Klein. When Superintendent Phil what Klein. What year was it? I'll I I tell you what year. happened in those years. What, what, yeah. what year was it? Yeah, and then what, what, what Giuliani did in, in New York. Uh, with this, the Chicago no, and New York. No, but I'm saying when, when they got rid of all of these tools that cops can use, you know, we talked about it last week, stop and frisk. Do you know how much stuff you get from stopping and frisking? Okay, how about this? How about this? Let me let me hit you another way. In the days of Harold Washington and Daly, and in, in the day, but I think Harold Washington was right before Daly. So in the days of Harold Washington, Jane Byrne, all of that, murders was over two thousand a year. Well, you know, like why? New York. Wait a minute. Okay, like New York. I got some for that. Nowadays, murders is a thousand and down. Matter of fact, Eddie Johnson had it down to four hundred and thirty-eight. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Before something personal got him kicked out of his uh, position. So 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 let me, so wait a minute. It's a whole lot okay. different. Uh-huh. It's a whole lot different. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you why it's different. Do you know why it's different? Why? Better medical. Um, be- there's there's better medicines. There's better things that officers are trained better on the streets to to keep people alive. Um, but there are more shootings now than it was then. Yeah, like six times. Yeah, there are more shootings. Four thousand, five thousand shootings in a year. Shootings, not death. But, but shootings. I, which one is worse, death or getting but, shot? But, you at least you alive. But no, death. No, no, you made the statement that um, back in Mayor Daly and, and Byrne and Washington, two thousand. Wait, wait, there were two thousand murders. Yes, right? which I think I think it was a thousand and some was the max out during their time. But the reason why there were more murders then was because of they didn't have the technology of life saving technology that they had that they have now. Yeah, if so, not for modern emergency rooms, you would have yes, basically six times the there's, there's There's a lot of trauma centers now that deal with people who've, who've, who've been shot and, and things of that nature. So you're going to see the shift in people surviving these shootings now. Plus, a lot of these people don't know how to shoot, too. Yeah, you heard so about you have, that. Listen, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You have people. Uh, I'm going to go back to my Cabrini Green days. Mm-hmm. You know, the the, the 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 KCs, the King Cobras over there. Mm-hmm. These were all military trained guys. They would sit on top of the roof and snipe people. Oh, we had those too. Yeah. We had the, we they had those don't do three, that today, though. Right, they don't. We had three flat buildings, I'm man. I'm glad, too. The police used to ride through the neighborhood. They didn't know those dudes was on top of those three flat buildings shooting at people. Yeah. You know? So so my thing is, um, you want to you wanna show me you're really serious about tackling this problem? Stop making excuses and go and get the job done. Mm-hmm. Stop making excuses as to why these kids, because guess what? It's people like him and their ideology that these kids have grown up under. They haven't grown up uh, uh, under a different, uh, different um, belief system that they can do great things, that they can, they, can, they can amount to things. It's all about what, you know, that it's government's fault or it's, it's somebody else's fault. Instill a different mindset in these kids. And I guarantee you what's happening in Chicago, I'm not saying it stops overnight. I understand that. It will not. Because there are people that prey on society. There are people that intentionally prey on people. But it can we can start the shift and, and get rid of this progressive ideology because that's what's ruining it's our gonna, kids, it's, though. It's not going to happen. Black people, and I know people hate it when I say black people, but black people have bought into it. If, if you believe that white supremacy exists and you're the victim and you're getting the short end of the stick, Every which way you turn, how can you but, break but, that? But, but, how can but, you break that cycle? You I can't. can't. 
Who gets to define what the short end of the stick is? The progressives. And they do. They dictate what the short end of the stick is. Yeah. And, 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 and kids still, they believe, they go through their entire life from, from adolescent to adult believing that they got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Fight through the short end of the stick. Who's going to teach point. them that? The parents aren't teaching them that. Yeah. Well, they have, right, right. That's the point, right? Yeah, that's Who's the point. Who's to teach them that? Guess right. what? Tune into Black and White Radio every Saturday. You'll get that in, that education. Now you know and that instruction. You know they they listening to you know their phone. Devin Jones. To. Devin Jones is inviting me out to speak on Southside, Nineteenth Ward. I'm going. Okay. I'm going. Right. And, and I've I've told you, you and I should probably start going into these, doing a doing something. I don't have a problem to with have it. a conversation with with to show them a difference. My brother that I was going my stepbrother that I was going to have in the studio that one day you weren't here. Um, He's he's his book is coming out, and he's gonna put me on his form. And this is down in uh, Bronzeville and Forty Seventh Street. I'm gonna be part of his form, and we're gonna be talking to those types of people yeah. that live in these areas. Trust yeah. me, because the book is gonna have me in it. So he really wants me in. You I'm, know me. I'm sick and tired of selling this 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 victimhood that we we can't who we're not who dude. So I, I'm get, I'm so sick of it, Vilan. Mm-hmm. I'm flustered with it. It it it. it oh. Well, you gotta, I don't teach my kids that. You got to hook up with like-minded people that's going to break the cycle. But I don't see those people. I see them over here with us, but yeah. they're preaching to the choir. Yeah, They're not out there in the hood where we're from. Right. Your, your, your area don't exist anymore. But they're not here. They're not in the neighborhoods talking to the people that they need to talk to to, to get that backlash. Because they're going to get the backlash. Right. But there are people that are there. Devin Jones, Minister Latasha Fields, they're out there in the communities giving them a different perspective uh, on economics, on education. Dude, and then... Oh, I can't even go into it because we don't have any time. <laughs> but there's more to life than getting the short end of the stick. There's more. And we got to do better. We'll be right back. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. That's right. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. With the troublemakers, got my blood pressure going. I needed that though. I needed to wake up, <laughs> and that's that is that is um, awakened the giant. That's John Anthony. So I, I really appreciate you. Appreciate that. You got it. But you know, let's shift a little bit because I wanted to bring on uh, a candidate that's running for the 88th state rep um, district um, down south. Uh, I believe Dan, Representative Dan Calkins is the current state rep. Uh, he was a, a guy who actually said, "I'm term limited." term limiting myself and actually follow through with it. Mm. Uh, Dan Calkins is a good guy. He's a good representative. He's been representing that, that area for, uh, I believe it's two terms, three terms. I don't, I forget how many terms, but, uh, and, uh, the candidates that's running to replace him actually ran for Congress, uh, in the 13th congressional district against, uh, I believe her name is Nikki Bazinski, uh, Regan Daring, Deering. I'm so sorry. Forgive me for, for saying that you're mispronouncing your last name. Uh, she's a Republican. Um, I, I read on she, in, NPR interviewed her and she said in her statement announcing her bid for the state legislator that she is fed up with the current political class that gov- governs Illinois and that she will not sit by and let them destroy our great state. See, great minds think alike. And that's how I feel about this state. Regan, welcome back to Black and Right. 
Hey, John Anthony, appreciate you having me on today. No problem. All those things you mentioned are true. Uh, and I enjoyed meeting you, our past crossed when I was running in that 13th congressional. That's meeting. right. I believe it was at a Tom DeVore event down. Um, it down was. The, his kickoff. That's right. Where, where was that? Was, mm-hmm. was that was that Chatham? I think it was. Down yeah, I believe it was Chatham. Half of that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you, you, you've also been really instrumental in helping my pastor, Randy Bland, um, uh, considering bringing Grace Association down to the Decatur area as well. So I appreciate your support in that as well. Hey, well, education is a a key issue for me. You know, I think that's some of how we met and through the Tom DeVore lawsuit against the mask mandate in our public schools. And, um, you know, I just love to continue to see people who are passionate about giving quality education to every child yeah. in Illinois like I am. And Regan, I mean, and, and I really think people really need to, to understand your heart and why you're running. Uh, talk to the people who listen to Black and Right and tell them why you're running. And, and because education is because you've, you, you were the chair of the Decatur Public School Foundation and you're also on the Mountain Zion School Board. So the education, I believe you were part of the lawsuit against the Prince Pritzker's administration, too. But talk to the people. Of what's your passion? What's, what's your why of why you're running? Well, really, it starts with my own children and my family. You know, we have been in Decatur a long time, and um, we love Illinois. And we are tired of taking it on the chin. You know, you mentioned those policymakers that are in Springfield and in our nation's capital as well that just seem to be so disconnected from what the people actually want and what the people actually need. And, you know, having had conversations with my own family and friends, those in my community through my work, you know, with a nonprofit, with the school board, with the school foundation, you know, it just seems as though there's that tremendous disconnect. And people are desperate for somebody that's going to go and advocate for them. And that's really my commitment um, to people and families in Illinois, regardless uh, of the position, is that, um, you know, I'm going to listen, I'm going to learn, I'm going to show up, and I'm just going to continue to stay engaged and continue to advocate for the people and good policy in Illinois, because we deserve to stay here. Yeah. We shouldn't have to be thinking about an exit strategy. Yeah. So, so so talk to us. What uh, Talk to us about the people of the 80, 88th District. Uh, what are they like? I mean, who are they? And 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 should you be elected to go down to Springfield to represent them? Um, what do you think some of the interests that they're going to be looking for for you as their representative? Well, the 88th House District, um, after the new map, includes four counties, parts of four counties. Um, I am in Macon County, uh, includes all of Piatt County, a small portion of DeWitt County, and then about half the district is McLean County, which urban core sort of blooming to normal but this 88th house district is a lot of rural small towns and villages Um, we have sort of the cutout of urban blooming to normal and then the cutout of urban decatur uh, not in the 88th district but those surrounding areas like myself kind of on the south edge of decatur are going around to the east side so you know just everyday people people that want to you know raise their children uh, provide for their families do better in their generation than the next live in safe neighborhoods you know, and just pursue that American dream every day. You know, they get up and, and wake up every day and think about how they can do better and, and what they're working towards. And I think that they are looking for continued representation that's going to fight for them in Springfield. You know, we're talking about so many things that seem so far left or so irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the policymakers have that disconnect. And I know that Republicans are in the super minority. Um, the 88th <laughs> House super. District is... Yeah, the 88th House District is very conservative, so it will be, you know, a Republican primary, um, potentially only, and not a general election. Um, And so, 
you know, have an opportunity to go and continue to meet those people and just have those great one-on-one conversations and really build relationships and talk about what they want to see in Springfield. You know, how can we help lower, how can we claw back some of our dollars from this super bloated budget? You know, how can we continue to put families first and, you know, make business entrepreneurship better? You know, less regulations for our farmers. There's a big farming community in the 88th district as well. And just think about the actual people, you know, get up every day and go there and say, what kind of policy, what kind of bills can I work towards? You know, I refuse to believe there's no walking across the aisle and finding good solutions. Um, You know, I'm not selling myself out on my morals because a lot of those legislative bills are just nonsense and just, you know, unbelievable. We had a, a town hall our current representative, Dan Calkins, and neighboring representative, Brad Halbrook, had. And just talking about the spring session and what came out of the budget and some of those bills. And the general reaction from the audience was just jaw-dropping shock. Like, how are these things, you know, showing up and getting passed through the legislation, um, you know, just so easily? And they talk about debate, but, you know, they don't need Republican votes. Yeah, they don't need the Republican votes. Well, I have, you know, a lot of. I have an ask of you and a question. My ask of you is if you should win, will you please explain not to just those people you're going to serve with, but the people in your district that this violence and and this crime, it's going to come to their doorstep. They're not insulated from it. Now, my only uh, question for you is what issues, what issues are the people of these districts going to send if you should win? Or do you, do do they want to send you there to Springfield to change? Well, so far, I've been hearing about taxes. You know, we've got an over-bloated budget. Um, You know, the governor can say that it's balanced, but, you know, there's evidence to the contrary. And so there's already talk about, you know, going back to the graduated income tax or additional taxes. You know, we have some of the highest taxes in the nation, and we're tired of it. You know, um, we're just getting sold a bill of goods, you know, when it comes to be election time. Look, July 1st, we're about to get the grocery tax back, the gas tax increase, and you know, people are struggling to put food on their table. So they want to talk about keeping our costs low, reining in some of that reckless spending. You know, I'm sure up in your area, you know, we've talked about just representatives that don't show up but collect a paycheck or, you know, we're giving uh, non-government organizations hundreds of thousands of dollars and they don't have an office or, you know, reporting. And so, those are our tax dollars, and people are tired of it, and they mean business. Hey, was, Education is a popular topic. You know, a lot yeah. of small rural public schools, you know, we have teacher shortages. We have, you know, poor test scores. And so what are we doing to be able to maintain, you know, teachers, recruit new teachers, talk about class sizes, talk about unfunded mandates that are forcing our school districts to spend money on things we can't afford. Right. Um, and we, you know, and we, a lot of those if, if someone wants to get involved in your campaign, where can they find you? Do you have a, a website set up, any social media platforms? We do. We have reganforillinois.com, all spelled out. It's R-E-G-A-N, uh, reganforillinois.com. We have a Facebook page. We try and talk about where we are within the district, sharing policy issues. Um, you know, I think as an elected official, we can never forget that we work for the people. Right. And so I know talking to those in my area and really those across the country when running for cross Congress, we're desperate for people to come to us and say what's on their head and what's on their heart. You know, even as a new school board member, I encourage our families, our stakeholders, please come to the meetings. Yeah. You know, you have an opportunity to speak up. If you don't tell us what you're concerned about, 
you know, we can't go and advocate for you. And and I think most elected officials welcome that commentary. That's you know, after the new map, a lot of people struggle with knowing who is my representative. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so it's our responsibility to get out and be in front of the people, tell them what we're about. Talk yeah. about being a conservative and why we have the best policy. Yeah. Thank you, Regan. Regan, Regan, we got to go to break. Uh, but thanks so much for calling. So when the when the election gets heated up, I want you in studio and we do this interview live in studio. That works. Got it. All right, Regan Daring running for the eighty eighth. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Guys, go follow Regan. She's uh, she gets down in Springfield. She's going to be a really good one to support the taxpayer. You know. Um, so, Valon, Phil said, did you say something about white supremacy? Yes, I did. Well, you know, Valon, you you sat in this year, right? Yes. When when you have you know have an engagement with the person that's across from you, you got the technical producer talking in your ear. Yeah. Sometimes you miss what people say, right? Yeah. I didn't hear you say that. All I said was that if you are a person that believes white supremacy uh white supremacy exists and you're getting the short end of the stick. Oh, I believe it exists. How uh, yeah, but to a point where you're yeah. being kept down, you do not. Right. No, I don't. Right. Okay, white, that, no that's, no white person can stop me. Okay, well, that's what I mean. And I'm saying if you believe that, how do you change that mindset of people that think they're getting the short end of the stick? You know how I changed it cuz my, my the way my grandfather taught me and reared me that yeah. white people were evil, they were the devil. Oh. Uh, you know how I started getting around people who thought different than me. That's how I changed. I'm it. glad my grandfather never said that. Well, mine did. Let's go to Tom from Blue Island. Tom, what's up, buddy? Tom, you there? No, I don't. I don't mind when Verlon's kind of fired up, but when John, when it's you, it's like, man, you got a different aura around you. And so, <laughs> I know we're always talking about serious stuff, but I, I got a handful of things from the golf outing. I want to get some laughs out of you guys. All go right. Ahead. John? I'm there. Sorry, go ahead. Hello? Tom, okay. we can hear you. John? Yeah. All right, good. So listen, uh, John, I don't know if you know this, but and I have evidence if Berlin disputes it. I invited Berlin and you to go to the golf outing with me. I played in the morning <laughs> and the afternoon, but he said neither way. He said you guys didn't golf much and you weren't very good, so he told me you wouldn't go. <laughs> well, I, I, John, John just asked me a, a little while ago, and I said, I'm not going to go out there and look stupid because when I, I tried to golf, all I did was knock up patches of grass and dirt. I couldn't even hit the golf ball off the tee. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm just not well, who cut Who said out I didn't it. show up? I didn't golf. Who said I didn't show up, though? I just didn't golf. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I just think I was, I, was, I was in and out because I, you know, golfing. You know, I, I love to golf, and but that, I got this problem called the – Three holes in my hip that prohibits me from golfing. Well, no one, no one invited me. I would have been the chauffeur. I would have drove the <laughs> golf cart around. <laughs> what's what's the next one? Because we got thirty seconds. Go. What's the next one? Well, okay. Here's a little list. So, you guys mentioned that the Bidens are having a bad week. These, this, here's here's Tom's list when you're having a when you're having a good good day. Okay, on the first round, on like the second or third hole, um. The lady that should be governor is, and that's going to be hosting the show. Quickly, we got ten seconds. Ten seconds. Sunday night, I guess. Genie eyes. Tom, I'm just going to hold you over for the break. Just hold you over for the break. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. 
Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. I told Tom to hold on. He hung up on us. Okay, Tom, I see how it is. All right, Valani, see who's on the line. Let's go right to him. Jim, who's uh, your president's going to get in, impeached to him. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Well, yeah, but yeah, they threw a monkey wrench in by the, the Supreme Court the decision, 8-1 to one with Kavanaugh, saying that Biden's border the policy is aces. So they're going to have a tough time coming up with that crazy one. Yeah. You know what they got to go to? They're going to go to Easter Sunday. I think he moved a basket for a kid <laughs> if you let him find it. Uh, I was going to say, I, I hope that, I, I, I think Manigan, I don't think he called the S&K, he didn't turn off your air conditioning today, did he? Because it's, it's got to be 99 degrees in the shade. Hey, but anyway, the big guy's going uh, down. Um, twice. Yeah, how? The, how? How? Big guy. How? Hey, he's the big guy. The bribes. I mean, come on, man. Oh, yeah. Good, good luck with that. Twice. Wait till, get, wait till they find out what crazy Trump was doing oh, there in is. Saudi Arabia. Hey, I don't care. I want to see him with two impeachments, <laughs> just like they did yeah, my president. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twice. It'll be Christmas. It'll be snowing on the Fourth of July, guys. It'll be snowing on the Fourth of July. Uh, guys, have a good, guys, have a good week. Take care, Jim. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's go to Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. Thank you, brother. It's always a pleasure. Anyways, uh, that lady mentioned... Stole uh, your thunder, I know. <laughs> no, no, well, that's okay. Uh, I called it the, the, the July surprise. And also, I just sent you guys some pictures. Uh, last week, I had a little time off, so I went down by Chicago Heights and Sauk Village and uh, Rivers, uh, Riverdale, Riverwoods, I don't know what it's called, um, Riverdale, where the uh, gun shop is. Anyways, there's a couple gas stations there just sitting. It's all rot- rusting. And you're going to raise the gas taxes even more. You'll see more of that. Yeah. You know, it's so bad down there. They can't even pay the taxes, so they give it the property. I'm sure those are those are abandoned properties. Wow! And you go to the Indian side of the border, and what do you see? Prosperity. Yes, you do. Stores occupied, and a lot of people. You don't see border homes and stores like you do in those poor towns down there. Well, that's Dyer right across the border, right? And that Dyer. I know it's, it's, yeah. it's very prosperous. Yes, it is. I, mean, when I almost moved there. there. Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad, but as soon as you get into Illinois, you go to like Suck Village, for example. Yeah. The first. Uh, there's a little small shopping center on the left side of the street. All three stores are vacant. Wow. You know, and you go through Chicago Heights, Route 30 is is a ghost town. Yeah, Ford they Heights, too. Yeah, for, exactly. All these places. Yeah. And there are all these all these abandoned buildings. Homes are boarded up. And people got to quit voting for these people because things aren't going to change until they do. Yep. Well, they, they have to be, be presented with an opportunity to vote for somebody else, too, Jim. Thanks so much for calling us, Thank Jim. You. Uh, let's go, uh, let's go to Rosanna Springfield. Hello. Hey. How's it going? How's it going? Good. Wonderful. Um, I just wanted to give you a little perspective, uh, on the border because I got that perspective. So in 2005, when I went to the border with the Minutemen, uh, and it was historic. Thousands of citizens yep, came from all over the United States. Yeah. So, you know, we think, uh, you know, so that's 2005. Well, what I came to find out were there was plenty of people who would write about the border 10 years before that. And I met them and I thought they were the pioneers so think of all the atrocities that have gone on from that time yep. until now. All the children brought all the, and the wheels turn slowly. 
And um, so, but it's about cheap labor and all the rest. You know, you're passionately calling for this to end, but look at how long it's been going on. And neither Democrats or Republicans have had the political will to close the border, which really is a national security issue. Yes, they're, they're cowards. That's why. You know, I mean, this 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 is a national security issue. You're so you're on point with that comment. And I, hopefully one day we, we get somebody in there. Trump did it. Trump did do it. So uh, thanks so much for calling us. And uh, I did tell Pastor Vlad about you. So he's going to when we when we come down there, he's going to meet with you. Hour two coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour 2, Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with The Troublemaker. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Download the podcast. Also visit www.blackandrightradio.com to cop some merch. Also, at the third hour, we will be announcing live the winner of the drawing to come in and guest co-host with us, Vilan. Oh, cool. Um, I'm going to have you pick out the name of the winner. Oh, cool. Well, no, let's get Hoff Daddy. Hoff right. Daddy, we'll let you pick out the winner of the um, person who won to come in and um, guest co-host with us. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> I, I need a favor from you, John. What's up? Just hold off on playing the audio because me and Hoff Daddy, we, we're setting up my segment. You, 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 you're taking my first person away from me, but since you want to uh, throw uh, me into the mix, <laughs> since you want to, I was trying to practice my routine before I do it. Wait, I want to come wait, off good. Wait, when? I'm, I'm missed. I'm lost. What? What happened? Troublemaker of the week. See, that's how we started off. <laughs> Troublemaker of the week. <laughs> okay. See, that's gonna be my thing. All right. So we setting it up. Don't expose who I want to do yet. I'm going to just right, tough I'll it out. It. I'll skip it. I'm no, going to tough it, it out. I, I won't play it. Okay, thank you. I won't play it. I'll but I want it. you to play it after I after I, you know, I set up my segment. Because okay. I got I cuz he's got he's got two of my um intros that I want and then I I need my outro. Okay. For the end because you know how Charlemagne goes, give him that big donkey. But it's not Charlemagne. It's no. Of course not. I know who it is. I'm just saying it's not Sean. All right, 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 right. All right, let's right. let's clear the line so we can. We, you want to talk about the 14 year old shooting? Oh, there's two, uh, the two of them. It's okay. two of them. It's two of them. Okay, all right. Let's go to. Uh, he's been holding for quite some time. Mitchell, Daddyo. Hey, what's up there, John and Verlon? What's you going know, on? I want to ask you guys both, um, um, uh, Verlon. You know, and John, with the thing with regards to what's happening in our public schools, this is a two parter. First, the first question is. John, I know that I've asked this a million times. I went to my superintendent. They will never tell you why the calculations that were, you know, in the state of Illinois, the, the Illinois taxpayers are paying 86% for these public schools. And there's no oversight. There is no oversight with their spending. Some of these districts, these public school districts, are over several, I'm saying close to a billion dollars. Okay? I mean, there's, it's like, it's just monopoly money. That's strike one. 
So who's ever running for as a Republican has to go down to Springfield and change the calibration. At least get it to 50-50. This is outrageous. Number two, for Ron, we, are, we talked about in great lengths about the attitudes of thugs. For over 20 years, we have raised a mentality of, of, of teenagers that have such attitudes in these public schools that I've seen firsthand that it's irreversible. Thank you. So John, to your point, John, like, okay, what is going to steer these attitudes to what I call to the golden path? I don't think it exists now. Now, if you compare and contrast. I disagree. Well, go ahead. It, we're, we're, if you compare and contrast Centennials, which is Generation Z versus you know, Generation X that we all are, right? There was a completely different time. The dark side of technology had the dark side. They're addicted to their phones. And by the way, there isn't, John, the level of respect of humanity, not even on a, a superficial level. They're addicted to their phones. They're addicted to technology. And listen, here's the worst part. These are thugs that will kill you for nothing and not think about it. So that's why it's so dangerous. And I want to ask you, John, being a fellow uh, or a former uh, law enforcer, when you, what, what's it going to take for Fat Albert, okay, to recognize that the, the mayor of Chicago is feckless as these crimes are, are growing exponentially? What do we need? I mean, why won't they bring in the National Guard? Well, these people won't do that. But, but as, as it relates to people and kids changing, I disagree with you guys. I do think I call me call me naive, whatever you want to call me. Uh, I worked I worked Safer Foundation for six years, and I ran a GD program for at-risk youth from sixteen to twenty-one. Um, I've seen them change. I know I know when you present opportunity um, and and show them a future. I, I've seen it. I don't, I don't care what you guys say. I'm telling you what I've seen and done with with as it relates. Uh, I had a I, had, I actually built a community center up in the Boulder Hill area, Aurora Montgomery area, and we we worked with at risk youth from kindergarten all the way up. Some of them were college age students. So I'm not saying what I what 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 what's I'm not saying it. I've done it. I've seen kids who presented with a different um, um, uh, environment, a different perspective on life. They do change. I've I've gotten kids into the unions. I've gotten kids into all type of different things, um, and and they're now living productive um, uh, members of society. They live the life, but but that takes a lot of work. And I've been doing that since my wife and I got married twenty four twenty three twenty three years ago, and even twenty five years ago now I should say. So I've been working with at risk youth for twenty five years. So I know that there's an opportunity that, that, that where kids can change. I know it. I know it. And I'm, and I'm never going to give up. I don't, care, I don't care what color they are. I'm not giving up on the, gener- the, the generation behind the generation or generations behind me. I just I refuse to do that. Get it? Well, you're, just not getting, you're just not getting that type of mentality. You know, you're leading by example, John. You take a, you know, you took an oath. Obviously, through your work, you've been able to see an influence or influencing effect, which is so, I'm sure, rewarding. But I'm talking about in terms of actual having a majority effect, Verlon. I yeah. think it's what we're talking about, the majority effect. Yes. How could, what you're doing, John, is what I call is, is outstanding, but it's, it's the minority effect. We need to get into the macro, daddy Hey, we hey, need to hey, get- hey um, Mitchell, how do you change the world? You got to start with yourself. Nope. One person at a time. You listen. Right. One thing that I've learned 
the, the, the way to affect real change is to change the world of one person. Once you change their world, people see the change in them. It affects others. You talk about you. That's how you get to the macro. I know I've done it. You know, I don't I, you don't hear me talk a lot about it because I don't like to talk about how I've helped people. I just don't. I'll get my reward on the other side in heaven. I don't believe in, in, in getting rewarded here. I just want to live the rest of my life to help as many people as I can become the best person and the, and the best possible person they can possibly be while they live here on the on, on earth. That's my life's goal from here until the Lord takes me. That's my life's goal. Seriously. Don't you think that the public, don't you think the public school should have more of that type of uh, influence? Yes. Because it's but, not doing. Yes, but you know what I'm doing now? I'm building schools across the country. I'm helping my, my pastor, Randy Bland, go into, we're getting ready, I'll be in Springfield. We're getting ready to build a, a tuition-free Christian education in Springfield where kids will be able to go for free in Springfield. We're looking to do one in Chicago. We're looking to do one in, in Joliet. So you want to know how you change, how you shift? This is how. I, I spend so much of my time, and I'm not getting paid for this because, because it's, it's not work for me. It's joy. It's not happiness. It's joy. Happiness is, 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 is situational. But joy, only God can give you that, and that's what I do. Because that you, this is how we change the world, Mitchell. Not don't look at, don't look for government. Don't no, you you change it, one child at a time. Because as I said in my in that book, West 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 Africa, just a minute. It takes just one minute. Every time you encounter a child, an at risk youth, one minute for you to download into them um, a, a, a different perspective of how they can be successful, and that's what I do in my life. I've had many failures, but you know what? I hate I had to go through a lot of the stuff that I went through, but it's made me who I am today. And that's what I, that's what I give to other. I failed a lot. There's an article on me called the fall and rise of John Anthony. Read it. Please read it by the Chicago Tribune. I failed a lot, you know, but it's through my failures. I learned more through my failures than, than my successes. There's a book called by John John Maxwell called Failing For It. I don't I haven't learned nothing from success. Every everything that I've ever learned, I've learned through failure. And and that's why, you know, it hurts, but I want to give a word, I want to show the world my faults, my failures, so that they don't have to make especially this next generation, so that they don't have to fo- follow through those those same pitfalls that I fell in. So that's why I'm free and, and, and open about my life. Because I want to see the world change. And that's the only, the only way we do that is we open up who we are. And so these kids don't realize that there is another way out there. I know I'm on my soapbox, but you opened this up, Daddy-O. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. We get into what I'm talking about after the break. We will. I was on my soapbox for a minute there, <laughs> but we'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Ouch. 
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. My knee just popped really loud. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm getting that. That's a sign of getting old. Knee yes, starts popping like really loud. Yes, it is. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. All right. Now, you you about to cause some trouble, right? Yes, I am. All right. You want to go ahead? Go ahead and set it up. Okay. Now, Dan and Amy talked about this issue, or one of them. My, and I got my own. Uh, this guy on the, the New York subway, he punched this guy's girlfriend in the face and he stabbed him to death. Okay, that's one. Now, that's this one that's, been, that's going on here in Chicago at the Maxwell Street Polish hot dog stand. This guy punched this woman in the head three times and her 14, 15-year-old son, she told him, mm-hmm. shoot the guy and chase him down. And shot him to well, death. Did she, I, so I didn't. So I, I watched the video. Right. I didn't hear her. I, the kid just upped. No, no. I didn't hear her say it. I'm doing the video. It's been reported on almost every station. I'm gonna watch the video again. That they chased him out of the place. It probably it probably didn't get picked up in the joint, but outside of the place, witnesses testified to. She was like, "Shoot him, shoot him," and sh- and chased him down, shot him to death. My question to people is. Is hitting a woman in the face a death sentence? Is a death sentence warranted after hitting a woman woman in the face? See, that's my thing, you know, because both of these people have been charged. The boyfriend of the girl got charged because in New York, it's a it's a law meaning force with force. Fists aren't knives, bats, or guns. It's a fist, mm-hmm. and 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 he hit a woman. And this guy hit a woman, and they retaliated with a gun. So, is a death sentence warranted because you hit a woman? That's well, my thing. In Illinois, there is no death sentence because there's no death penalty. I don't know. I don't know if New York got rid of the death penalty or <clears> not. <throat> um, let's start with the Chicago case. Okay. From what I, I, I showed you the video. Right. I, so I think the mother, after the kid upped the gun, she started saying, "Shoot him, shoot him." Mm-hmm. But I think he already because you heard the pop in it. The, because, and did you see the way the guy hit the woman? Yeah, but and he didn't up quick because he got three licks he got, off. He, I, he, 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 he didn't got get three, three licks. He no, got some. He, he got some haymakers. Well, in yeah, him. he got. He hit her once. Bam. Then he waited for a minute. Hit her again. Bam. Yeah. So the, the the little boy didn't shoot right away. Right. So so and then he chased him down. Well, he's gonna get off though. Right? No, that, that no, he's not. Because in, in in Illinois, you and in New York, you have the duty. To retreat. Yeah, it's, if you're chasing somebody down, that's legally it's over. Yeah, spurious. It's over. But the mother's going to probably take the the the. There's no the, the, that the said, major brunt. That said, uh, Verlon, you remember Daly's nephew? Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. So a, a fist can be lethal. Uh, yeah, execution of lethal force. Um, whether you can actually make that call in the moment between you know punch and trigger pull is. But I'm gonna know. tell you. I'm gonna tell you something, George. And I, I ain't never said this on radio, but oh, listen, no. but but people have, people know about it. Uh, me yeah. and a me and a lady friend of mine, we were at the Japanese Gardens over there by the uh, science uh, music museum of science and industry. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm letting me get this off because it's, it it brings back a lot of memories. So it, I I still get nervous every time I think about it. Yeah. Um, her brother had just got murdered. Okay, so I was at work, and by me being a manager, I could come and go and do what I wanted to do because I was a stockroom manager. So. I left work to be with her because she called me. She didn't know what to do. She was at a point where she might have committed suicide. Wow. And um, so I went with her, and I didn't know where to go. I, you know, I worked on 55th and Lake Park, and I was thinking about the closest place to go that was nice that I 
thought about when I was uh, or used to go to back when I was a teenager. So I went to the Japanese gardens. I took over there. And it was six, 17 young people. 16 were between 15 and 16 years old. And it was a 19-year-old ringleader with a gun. So they were marching by, and we were like in the cut. Okay. Uh, and it was the last guy. He saw us. He called everybody back. So they surrounded us, and uh, they hit me in the head with a baseball. Well, they you didn't, didn't have a weapon on you? No, of course not. Uh, so what they did was is I blocked my head. They hit me in the head with a baseball bat. So I went down. Is that why your head's so big? No, I, I know. That's not why. I, explain I, a couple other things. Explains a lot of other but things, I, But I, I, I didn't get hit flush. But what they did was, and these was 15, 16-year-olds, they beat my legs repeatedly so bad it broke one of my legs. I, I believe that was worse than getting shot because I felt for, for weeks. And you still don't want to carry a gun. Okay. No, oh, yeah. right. but I felt for weeks each lick to the bone, mm-hmm. to the bone. So I was out the game. And now so- just only dates girls he can outrun. <laughs> and they sodomized her with oh. the other with the other end oh. with the other end of the baseball bat, not the big part, but the small part. Oh. See what happened was these young boys. She had a baseball cap. See, I found this all out later. Okay, because I, 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 you know, I'm a Mason, and one of my uh, friends, he was. Um, he was a leader of a squad of police officers that worked at, it was a task force that worked that area. He caught every last one of them. Right. But he told me why that happened to us. She had a baseball cap on and jerseys and stuff like that. So they undressed her. And when they saw her breast, they didn't believe that she was a woman. So they took her pants and stuff down and they sodomized. Okay. All right. When they sodomized her with the baseball bat. Okay. He found all of them, and we only could identify three because it was dark. Um, and he told me the reason why they did her like that is because they thought we were gay. Because what? Listen, they had been robbing gay people and transgenders back there for five months, and his task force was trying to catch him. We caught the we caught him, but they thought because she was dressed up in jerseys and a baseball cap. That Where was she, this at again? Japanese Gardens, right behind the Museum of Science oh, and Industry. Yeah. Now I hadn't been there since I was in my teens. I didn't know it had turned it, it turned to a spot for gay people. So, so that's what oh. they had been right, and they had been robbing them, and the gay people wouldn't yeah. report it. Yeah, they wouldn't report it. Yeah. So we took down a whole ring for f- from what happened to us. And what I wanted to to say to George is, George, a judge told us a baseball bat. Uh, 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 a golf club. A Cook County judge, though, right? It was a Cook County judge, yeah. but he he pointed to the statue was on the wall. Okay, statue. Yeah. Okay. A, a baseball bat, a golf club, a knife is not a lethal weapon. Only nah, a gun. Try it. it. That, that that's judge a, is a moron. He's a moron. Whatever. He's what that he said. Judge is a liar, yeah, well, and you shouldn't listen to. But him. it was on the wall. Villan. I don't Villan. care. Villan. That is a weapon that has the potential to cause great. It doesn't have to cause death. Yeah. Great bodily harm is how the statue reads. Well, if, if they can cause great bodily harm, brother, you raise anything about me, I'm putting I'm putting some hot lead in you. Well, this is what happened. I just wanted to correct George. And what I my question stands is hitting a woman in the face. Is it a death sentence? I know they don't have the Are death penalty. I would have shot, shot danger to that person. Right. 
That's well, the question. Here in Illinois, you have the duty to okay, retreat. But, but Villain, Villain, you also have the right to defend yourself. Uh-huh. If I was with that woman, he hit her, and I was with that woman, mm-hmm. I would have shot him. Now, the problem also, is... Also, you I, retreating doesn't stop his fist from correct. connecting to her head. Now, the, 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 the problem and the big issue, Signor, thank you for reminding me, was that they then followed him. Yeah. They've, they Listen, you can defend yourself. Once you've defended yourself, stop. Yeah, Call 911. You can't contact. pursue. You cannot pursue. Now, I mean, that's where they're going to get it. Uh, even the kid, the first shot, he might just get a UUW, unlawful use of a weapon. You know, and, and a couple of other violations for not having yeah, the negligent license. Negligent discharge and, or yeah, something. Not like. having a license and being a, 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 a FOI card and all that. They can come after him with that. That first shot, he would. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on on black and white radio. That's all. That's all Here I do. in Illinois, they're going to be convicted, and dude in New York not is going to be County. convicted. Because I'm going to tell you something. Not in Cook County. I'm going to tell you. Oh, for how defending to... yourself, you'll be convicted in Cook County. Now, in New York, right, no, right. first let's take else. first let's take the New York thing. They're going to ask him. Well, the the guy didn't have to have a weapon. Why couldn't you fight him head up with your fist? Why did you have to pull out a He's knife 14. and stab him? No, I'm talking about New York. Oh, New York. Okay. Why couldn't you just pull out a knife and stab? Is this him? the one that happened on the train? Too? Yes. It, right. Yeah. So he's going to be convicted because it's, it's fist to fist. You're a man. Fight yeah. the man head up. That's how they're going to look but at that's it. That's a whole nother, other other issues with that, too. Having a gun on the subway. I mean. New York gun laws are yeah. convoluted as hell. They really are. But, like in, but in Illinois, the bottom line, he chased the man down. And you have the duty to retreat. Now, that guy was retreating. Okay, you keep talking about this duty to retreat. You Villan. might not like it, but that's but no, what no, it no, is. No, no, no. I don't give a damn about the duty to retreat. I'm sorry. Can I say that, George? Okay. I don't care I about the duty it, to actually. retreat. You know what? You come at me, that, you, that's going to be the last person you ever come at. I'm sorry. I'm going to defend myself and anybody with me from getting any great body harm. Because guess what? He hits me in my fist. He hits that woman in the fist. She falls and knocks her head on top of that countertop where she fell onto. Instantly, she's knocked out, killed, can have, have, have a broken neck. I'm going to stop that from happening. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM 516. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Trouble, before you clear up what you wanted to clear up, uh huh. Um, here's my question. You saw how small the space was. How could they retreat? I showed you the video, right? Yeah. Where, where could they have retreated? Oh, I know this those- dude was out for blood. I know how those Max Wheels are set yeah. up. You got to stand out there and get your get your. Product. No, no, no. They weren't inside. This was an inside. It was, you didn't see, remember I showed you the video. It was inside. No. Yeah. You, do you know how they set up? Oh, they, they, so right. They were they, at they, Maxwell. Which they one? had a Maxwell restaurant. The one on. Uh, I've never heard of. I've never heard of a Maxwell Express, but they were at a Maxwell Express. But it's a canopy that you have to go yeah, in and you stand there. Yeah. So it, that's it's not it's out, it's inside, but it's not it's outside inside. I, 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 first degree murder. Hey man, the intent wasn't there for first degree murder, manslaughter, second degree, but first degree—that's the, what they've been charged with. Yeah, I mean, it happened so quick. The intent was there because she said, "Put bullets in that dude." Just, well, just yeah, eat. I guess it was right after the fact. Right. She, you know, after the first shot. Okay, right. but you wanted to clear. Yeah, up. Uh, what I didn't get a chance to state say when it initially happened to us, 
most of them, well, all of them was 15, 16 year old, except for one. He was a 19 year old. He was the ringleader. He had a Glock and he had the Glock to her and said, if you do anything, she gets it. So that's why they had the opportunity to hit me with yeah. a baseball bat in the first place. Cause I didn't know what to do. How old were you? I couldn't go home. Or oh, at that time I was 28. It was no, it was no way I could You're like 62 right now. Right? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close about 11 years away. Because if I would have just took off running, yeah. You know, there's no telling what would have happened to her. So, uh, you know. That's why you carry one with 15. No, man. 15 and no, one with no, an extra mag. No, it, was, it, it wasn't nothing you could do. With an extra magazine? It's, it's nothing you could well, do. Well, you said they didn't see you, right? They didn't see us at you, first. You, you, you if had you push really hard, you can get 16 and one. That's just true. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't see <laughs> but, but, but us at it, first. But it jams a lot when you do that. Though. It was the Not one. Everybody walked past except for the last guy, the yeah. trailer. And he's seen us. Yeah. But and it he, was nothing. Did he have you a weapon do. in his hand when he came running? The last guy, did he have a weapon no, when he came running? No, the, the ones in front had how many people had weapons? Out of the out of the seventeen of them, it, it was at least ten of them had, had weapons. And it was you're no you're way a trap, we, you're a trap dog. It was trap, trap cat. it was trapped because behind us is the lake. Yeah. It's just the lake and them. Well, yeah, and around the Museum of Science and Industry, everything's a path, and there's right. hills that go up, or you have that, you right. know, the moat or yeah. a giant building. Like, there's only like four or five different ways of getting out of that area. Yeah, you, well, it wasn't. I've never been behind the it, Japanese guard because, you know, I don't practice lifestyle at all. Whatever you say. There's, I didn't find that out until later. We're working on getting Steven in for next week's show. <laughs> it, ain't, it wasn't funny then. I can it's laugh. Not funny at I can all. laugh now. I'm not laughing no at that. Action. I'm not that was, laughing at the act. Of that, what was, happened. that was, that was, I didn't know what to do. But I, I still, after all that, you still say you wouldn't carry your weapon. No, no. Because, you know, it's one thing the judge did say. Now, they, three of them only got sentenced to three and a half years for that act. But, he told us. Was this he, the same judge as before? It's the same judge. Okay, uh-huh. Because we was there. I was there. I was there every every time the court appearance. He said these young people. They was they all they all three of them was between, like I say, the three that was in court was between fifteen and sixteen. Wow. He said they have a whole life ahead of them and they can change. They wouldn't have had one if I was there. And he said they can change. They so he was not gonna. Sentence, I do believe that. He said they. He was not gonna sentence them to any. Extended amount of time, like 10, 20 years or anything. I like believe that. that too, but what, would he have done the same if it was a group of homosexuals beating up straight Ooh. couples? I Good doubt question. it. Doubt it. Do you know how long ago this was? That wasn't Understood. Talk That's about. why I think this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, That's you're talking what, mid-90s, basically? Well, I mean, Lon's, it's probably was the 80s, because you know he's 60. Well, he's 67 now, right? Well, 67, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was just, it was rough, man. It was uh, rough. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of this topic, um, so there was Riley Gaines. Um, uh, she was in, in at the uh, a Senate hearing. Uh, you know our guy, John Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this audio. I don't have that. Can I play it? Is it set up for me to play it, or do you need to play it? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, let me set it up. So, so there was a transgendered person there. Uh, discussing why um, people who are trans should participate in, you know, if it's your man, you you can participate in women's sports. If you're a woman, you can participate in men's sports. But you don't, you rarely hear about the other way around, a woman participating in men's sports, right? Mm-hmm. So I want you to hear this. Uh, I'll pop that. We don't have we don't have enough time. I'm, I'm gonna have to wait till we come back from the break. Just go for it. Go I'll, for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, <laughs> you gotta listen to John Kennedy. Send to John Kennedy how he says it, and then we'll we'll, we'll break it down after that. Here it is. Women you don't that believe that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't think 
how, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She Now, no, no, I got to quickly play this. Now, he's stronger Gaines, than that. Now, here comes Riley Gaines. He, he turns to Riley Gaines and says, Riley, what do you say? Um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost. Oh, this is well, this not this so, idea. Like, I should have kept that going. Play- Let me finish this and I'll come back to the next cycle, next segment with this. I'll just come back to the next segment because I messed. I, I clicked it and messed it up. But because um, you I, you condensed and that's why you're the best off daddy. I didn't realize you condensed that first audio clip. Because it was a lot longer, and you condensed it to right to the point. That's why you're the best. We'll be right back. True story. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. I think I think our computer just went haywire on us there, off daddy. And that's one of the reasons why. Because it, it skipped and started back, and I'm like, whoa, I didn't touch it. So, uh, uh, Verlon, I want you, I'm, I'm going to play this audio clip again. So, uh, initially, it's going to be at the Santa hearing. And then we're going to hear from Serena Williams herself as it relates to men and women in tennis. Uh, here we go. Women you don't that believe that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger Grace, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male Ouch. tennis player, which Ouch. they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Now listen to Serena Williams mm-hmm. um, and her take on this. Um, my son- I should say this is old, but listen to her take. She couldn't say this today. She'd be canceled. She'd lose all type of sponsorships if she said this today. Um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 and Five to six minutes, maybe ten minutes, because it's, no, no, it's it, true. It's honestly, true. It's a completely, really? it's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster, oh. and me and um, they they get they serve harder, they hit harder. It's just a you different tell. game. Mm-hmm. And I love to play women's tennis, and I I only want to play girls because I don't want to be embarrassed. I would not do the tour. I wouldn't do Billie Jean any justice. So Andy, stop it. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna let you kill me. I'm, I'm with you when it comes. Hey, you you listen to the ble- best women's women's tennis player of all time of all time, and if she says it, I'm not going to say anything against. But her. imagine if she said that today. Oh, of course she'd be canceled. Yeah, but so so why can't Riley Gaines say that in the reverse against Leah Thomas? 
You see, you see the, you see, you see the, you see, well, see the issue here. Well, if, here you go again. You are gonna put me in that corner? I put I, you in that corner. You ain't got no weapons, so go ahead. Well, <laughs> Gaines is white. Serena's black. Okay. So black, black people can get a get away with saying a little more than white. You know, uh, not this, not on this issue though. On this issue, I think so. You think who, so? Who who wants to tear down one of the greatest symbols for black people in sports next to Michael Jordan? Yeah, nobody would. Well, nobody Michael wants George to do. Safe, I will say. say that that white critics who would normally jump down the throat of anybody who wasn't, you know, a minority, would be a little more resident to yeah. jump down the throat of somebody who is a minority. That's true. Because you know, I don't know. That's true. I, I don't know why white guilt. But whatever. I still think I still think um, <laughs> he said white. Guilt. I still think she would lose sponsorships. Yeah. I, do, I still think oh, because corporate crazy. corporations right now oh. run run away in in full burner from anything controversial um, that they actually foresee, unlike things that you maybe don't foresee, like trying to sell the most blue color beer brand in history with <laughs> Derek Mulvaney. But what, whatever, Dylan, whatever. like there are things that you can foresee. Right. There you go. I'm, I'm not even going to touch that as a corporation and as a fiduciary. That's probably good idea right right but it also shows a certain level of cowardice right but why can they do and say whatever they want the lgbtq but if you have a little pushback against it you're xenophobic or homophobic because it's still novel right once it grows old it'll just be part of society again will it grow old i don't know if it's gonna grow old i don't think the trans aspect of it will grow old oh yes it will it already is i think people are moving away from that you see what the nhl said no pride jerseys for next year Right, you know, so I think I think people are starting to say, you know what, we're going to stand up against. Well, that's another fiduciary thing. Well, like your your fan base probably isn't perfectly aligned. Exactly, with that. especially not hockey. Well, yeah. hockey, you can't use hockey as a measurement. But I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, look, well, look, well, look what happened in in in, in um, Los Angeles at the Dodgers game, um, with all these players now standing up saying, because guess what? Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it something? Isn't it crazy that Christianity can be mocked? Uh, you don't hear nothing from the 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 any of these. These groups that 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 monitor this stuff, yeah. Where is it? Where's the outrage? Christianity can be mocked. Can, you can say and do whatever you want about Christianity, well, but you better not say nothing about any other religion. And you don't even have to take it to that level, right? You can just say, "Hey, my job doesn't have anything to do with this topic that you're trying to push upon me." Right. So why why am I being required to do something that is utterly irrelevant to my job? Correct. If I want to have responsibilities that are irrelevant to my job, I'll join a union. Right. As you know, we always say on this show, live what you, live your life. You know, don't force it on me. For a lot like that one. You know, yeah. <laughs> but live the way you want to live. I, I, I'm not a, yeah. a person that says you can't live whatever life you want to live. But I'm also going to need to be allowed to do the same thing. Correct. Correct. And I've said that even way back when I voted against um, um, the gay marriage in 2013. I voted against it. You know, and one of the things I was saying is, listen. But why? Because I can. Okay. Because because the people that I represented said no. But you know, the only thing that they wanted was benefits to cover their spouses. And that was the conservative problem. They didn't want to spend money no, on no, benefits no. covering the spouses so, of gay people. Remember, that was the sticking Civil point. unions were supposed to cover that. Yeah, but it didn't. It, it did, in some regards. The, the issue at is, you give an inch, they, get, they take a country mile. Incrementally, whatever. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. 
It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. We can cut this music because this is the one that keeps getting me shadow banned on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, all of them. You know, they, they literally tell me, I told you, 290 countries can't listen to this. Wow. To my show because of that song that plays twice. I got to get that song removed. It's the only song that I get the copyright. Uh, That's terrible. It is. Um, what I was going to say, um, we were just talking during the break, you know, what happened with abortion. I was listening to Progressive Radio. That was, um, Eisendrath wasn't on No, there. it was that lady. That was a lady. She was on there and she was, she kept saying how um, Roe v. Wade is no longer the law of the land. It's not. But abortion is still accept. I mean, uh, you, you can still get an abortion in, what is it? 32 states or something like that? I, I, don't, I don't know if it's 32 states. I know it's a lot of states. It's, a, it's still a lot of states. Illinois being one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we were talking about um, gay marriage and civil unions. Yeah. And you remember, how, how did they get gay marriage? There's no law. No. The Supreme Court, they, it's, a, it's the same model that happened with Roe v. Wade. The courts ruled and said, and then the, the rest of the nation said, okay, Gay marriage is is, is 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 acceptable, right? Here in Illinois, it's the law. It's the law. You yeah. can get married, yeah, right. So now I think we're going to see a whole other wave, but and I think they're going to do it right before this next 2020, 2024 election. The Supreme Court's going to come because remember, Clarence Thomas said, "What's stopping us from going after the marriage?" Because there's no law that says it on as far as. Um, uh, well, from the federal level, what they ended up doing was, if you get married in Illinois, it's not. If if you get married in Illinois, your marriage license would be recognized in every other state. But every other state that doesn't recognize that license could say no. Well, I don't know where it ended up, but because the no, state has a right, the tenth, the tenth amendment. Yeah, but right? they're they're not they're not. Pushing. You silly. The Tenth Amendment doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't. It's right. 2023. Right. That's true. That's they don't true. push that. It they don't existed since Obama. They, they don't fight it. So if you move to another state, your spouse dies. That state will pay benefits. Yeah. Even though they don't want to, they still will pay it because they didn't want to take it up and make it law in certain states. But they said they will recognize. But it. that's not what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the political fallout that's going to happen if the Supreme Court rules on on gay marriage. I'm not looking at that that they don't have the right. I'm saying. See, this is where Republicans don't have the fortitude to look beyond what's happening now. What I'm saying, the political, if, if, if what happened with Roe v. Wade, it gets overturned right before an election. Now, what, what do you give the Democrats? Oh, Republicans yeah. are going to end gay marriage. I mean, right. Republicans are going to end marriage. But why would, you, why would you take that fight? But why would you take what if, what if somebody files it before the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court takes it up into, in, right before the election? Why would you overturn gay marriage, though? Well, because there's where, because the Supreme Court said gay marriage is 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 okay. Not not the not the um, the, the the representatives. They didn't take that. That's why, and that's why. Please, I believe it should be left to the states. Yeah. Let the states decide what they want. That's to where. Do. That's or where. At least the legislature. But that's not what happened with gay marriage. Justice Kennedy was the deciding vote for that. Same as and if you read his opinion, it is legal drivel. Right there, there is no actual legal bay. It's feel good, right? And regardless of how you feel about whether gay marriage should be legal or not, you should want it to come from the legislature, correct? One way or the other, correct? Because that's how the system is. If I agree with it or not, well, nobody's gonna 
<laughs> nobody's gonna foul that. Well, you, I do. I'm you. Just, nobody, you, nobody, nobody ever thought Roe v. Wade would be overturned. I can think of five, at least five uh, state attorney generals right now who would file for that. Correct. Correct. But you got to give me a why. I, you shouldn't do that. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should do it. Well, I'm telling you. Uh, but the Republicans are not looking. They don't have the foresight right now to see that fight on the horizon. Hour three coming up next. Winner, winner. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. If you missed those first two hours, please, 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 if you haven't, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. You can listen to the show. Even if you got your feet kicked up uh, on a cruise somewhere in the Bahamas. Oh, that sounds great right right, right about now. Uh, doesn't even lie. I will be in Puerto Rico in August. Oh, shut up. You bum. Whatever. I'm going to have a ball. Yeah. And speaking of cruise, I'm actually, my boat cruise, September 9th, save the date. We're, we're going to put together, uh, Black White Mark is going to put together a save the date soon. It's going to be September 9th, 2023, with my good friends, Captain, Captain Joe, and his beautiful wife, Angela, on uh, Free Spirit Cruise Chicago. I uh, can't wait. If you miss, uh, what's this, my third year now, Valon? Yeah. Third year. Uh, each year has grown, right? Yes, it has. And we have a great time live on Lake Michigan. I can't wait. And I'm I'm working on bringing a special guest to join us live on the show. Can't say who it is just yet. Okay. How about that? That's good. You good with that? I'm good with it. <laughs> All right, Vilan, I don't know where I want to start. Okay. Um. Okay, I'll start here with your boy, your homie, the guy you really good friends with. You know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Merrick Garland. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I said, oh, that's yeah. stuck in Who's a lot lying? of people's crawl. Who's lying? <laughs> Merrick Garland or the whistleblowers? Lying? <laughs> Who's lying? Your guy, the good guy, the man with the good I heart. I said he's not evil. Heart. I said he's not evil. He's evil. Whoa. I told you he's evil. Um, um, who's lying? Merrick Garland or the whistleblowers? Lying? I need to hear what you got. Okay. Uh, IRS supervisory agent Gary A. Shapley Jr. told Congress he was so dismayed by Weiss's statement and other admissions that he memor- memorialized them. Ooh, how did I get that wrong? In a communication to other team members, Shapley and other whistleblower detail what they describe as a pattern of interference with their investigation of Hunter Biden, including the, the denial of searches, lines of questioning, and even in, attempted indictments. The only thing abundantly clear is that someone is lying. Either, either these whistleblowers are lying to Congress or these Justice Department officials, including Garland, are lying. Um, Philon, as you know, what happened, um, with in the Delaware case, why didn't he appoint a special prosecutor for that? Why didn't he take it out of the purview of them and, 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 and appoint? 
I mean, this this is this is you know why you you know why he didn't do it, right? Yeah, of course. Tell me why. Why do you think your friend, your buddy, your um the guy that you kick it with and hang out with, your friend, you know his heart, you know his mind, he's not evil, Mary Garland. He's a jackass. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. It's not it's not just him or whoever else. All of these attorney uh, attorney generals do the same thing. Okay. Now, now I, I'm not talking about other attorneys. Now I'm just saying it. it, no, it no, Repu- no, I don't care if it's saying. Republican or or Democrat administration. Look, before Bill Barr came out talking all this stuff about Trump, he was known as the cleanup man for Bush, then for Trump, keeping the president out of jail. Uh, Eric Holder did the same thing. What was the girl? What was the lady that? Uh, Hold came, on, I gotta stop you right here. I am not the deciding official. Those five words allegedly from Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss shocked IRS and FBI investigation in a meeting on October 22nd. This is because in refusing to appoint a special counsel, Attorney uh, General Garland, uh, Attorney Garland, then he got his name again, had repeatedly assured the public and Congress that Weiss had total authority over his investigation. Who's lying? Okay. Who's lying? I'm sorry. Let me let me just get back to what I was saying. Who's the lady that came in and did uh, the last two years of Eric Holder's uh, uh, term? Roberta, Roberta something, right? Okay. And what did she do? She met with Bill Clinton. Clinton on the tarmac. They all do the same thing for their presidents. We say they're except, not. Except, we, except we, Trump we, couldn't we, do that. We though. say they're not. We, they're not the uh, president's personal attorney. But let's get it straight. They are the president's attorney. Except they keep the right? trouble. Listen. All the attorney generals that were under Trump worked to keep him out of trouble. No, 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 no. Who no. tried? Who tried to to, to uh, file a case against him? Yeah, but, that worked. That worked for him. But guess what? None. Because he didn't do. He didn't do what they were saying he was doing. Now that that. Now that. Guess who's in charge? Yeah. The guy who was slighted because he couldn't be appointed right. Supreme Court justice right. is now in control. He's coming back as, for these. As people. far as I look, as far as I see it, he's doing the same as all the rest of them. Belan, no, I do the same. Belan, no, I like how it's all fair as long as someone is getting charged for something they didn't do. Yeah, I didn't say it was fair. I, I said last week. I said it's dirt. It's a dirty game. But he's not doing but anything different. Right. He, he's not doing anything different than the rest did, of the no, attorneys. No, that's, this, that's your fairness argument, right there. Belan, this is what you don't understand about the left. They know what to do. You don't have to tell them what to do. That's true. They don't send, especially after the FBI, they don't send these text messages back and forth. <laughs> they they mm-hmm. done with that. They're not using WhatsApp and, or any of that anymore. Right. You know what they do? What are we? What are you and I doing right here now? We talking face to face. That's right. That, that's right. You know. Yeah. And they know, like like um your boy uh, kicking when they down. Um uh, Holder. Yeah. Babette's cousin. Uh-oh, sorry, Babette. You know, that's her, her relative. Right? I, of course, she told me a person. <laughs> but but they know what to do. That's why they're appointed. Uh-huh. The problem was Trump didn't understand that. He didn't understand that. And that's why the the establishment picked his people. Look at look at all the appointments, even Bill Barr. Look at all the appointments. That's why I want a Trump 47, because I think he gets it now. And I want him to go in there and just kick down the door. I want him like Jesus went into the into the temple and knocked, turned over tables, kicked out everybody's whipping people. That's what I want. I'm sorry. We also that is need what a, I want to say. Attorney general that actually holds themselves to the law too. Correct. It's like Holder was held in contempt of Congress. He was, and he and he just decided not to show. Right. Because yeah. he's just. I'm just going to ignore that. Right. Um. That that sort of. I I've had said that for a long time. Whoever's in the White House, the opposing party 
should nominate a committee to choose the attorney general. That should be the one, I I like that in the the one position in, in the executive branch, which is not chosen by the president. Choose like the that. attorney general from the opposing. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Well, how about everybody's mm. getting investigated? Well, he he picked the person that he wanted at first, but you got to remember he recused. Well, thing. a lot of people saying that that Trump picked Weiss in Delaware. No, no, he, the, no. The senators from Delaware, um, yeah. in conjunction with Trump, picked. No, Weiss. remember who he picked at first, and he recruit he recused himself. Who? Oh, uh, oh yeah, the uh, senator from uh, Alabama. Right, he Sessions. he recused himself. So and he shouldn't have. That's the point. But see, the Democrat would right. have done that. See, it, but if he would have been the fighter that he he convinced Trump that he was, then but see, Trump that, would have had the attorney general that he needed. That's the problem, though, with Republicans. We 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 get soft. We 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 we're malleable. We bend. Stop bending. You know no, what? I, like, wait, wait. Like they're trying to get this uh, the, the judge over the, on, on Trump's case to recuse herself. Right. Please don't do it, Judge. Looked them in the eye and said, I'm not stepping down. Well, they they can't use that word. Well, uh, no, they can't use uh, that phrase against her that, that everybody was scared of in the beginning. Russian collusion. Right. That people thought that phrase was going to send them to jail. Russian uh, collusion. Nobody knew what to do. When you heard that phrase, Russian collusion, everybody crapped themselves. Not us. We yeah, did not. Well, not us. Show. <laughs> but, but you know we different types. Right, let's people. get Tom off the line. He's been holding quiet for quite some time. Tom from Sherville, Indiana. Yeah, I have to do an about face here. I, I, you know, the, the, first of all, co- commiecrats of today are not Democrats of twenty three years ago. So the Republicans have to realize you're dealing with hard stone cold yep. communists. Yep. My my second point is whatever happened to civil unions? Wasn't that was the discussion twenty three? I haven't moved on that issue in 20, 30 years. So I guess society is way to the left of me now. I mean, what happened to civil unions and letting states decide how they want to deal with those relationships as far as, like, protections for legal matters and right. stuff, like wills and that that sort of thing. But that's what civil unions was in, in, uh, introduced to take care of. Um, you're right. right. Good point. Right. They didn't and want that. Lot, they wanted you know, the word. They, they wanted the word, marriage. Right. Yeah, they want to right, be accepted. Which, they want to be accepted. Yeah, In but church. people shouldn't roll. People shouldn't roll over and let Hollywood alter their, really uh, their mindset. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Thanks people, so much for calling us, Tom. Appreciate you holding and appreciate you listening, uh, Vlad. Right. Almost that time for the troublemaker. It's also, almost that time. Almost that time to pick a winner. Yeah, I'm gonna put the names in. Uh, we got to find something to put the names in. What about Terry? You got a bucket or anything? What about Terry? We don't have time. I'll just tip my head upside down. (laughs) Terry, if you hold the line, we'll take you when we get back for break. Uh, But we we don't have time, Phil. Um, But um, I'm interested to see who's going to win this and come sit. But I'm going to throw a kink in. I'm going to throw some. I'm going to throw a a kink in the the, the, um, chain. I'm going to throw it in there. Um, Who's to say I have to pick one? Mm. I'll tell you. I'm gonna. You really shouldn't get creative with contest stuff. I know. No, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick a male and a female. Okay. That's it. Just a male and a female to come in with us. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. That's right. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. Vilan, what were you, what, were you trying to make a point before we went to break? 
I will. I, I can't remember now. I know. I thought I saw your hand. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did. But now, okay. All right. Uh, let's go to the back to the phone line. Terry from Rogers Park. I haven't heard from you in a while. How you doing, Terry? Oh, I, I I've been uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. Uh, I just want to say uh, there, there was a lot of Trump criticism on uh, Dan and Amy's show last Tuesday, and I just want to say I appreciate Berlin uh, calling in and saying. He's going to vote for Donald Trump no matter what mistakes he's made. Oh, my. That's right. Uh, yes, I am. I know I am, too. All right. Uh, Thank that, you, Terry. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely voting for um, Trump no matter what. Thanks so much for calling us, Terry. Uh, let's go to Man on the Street. And then Milan has something he wants to say. Haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. Oh, what wow. happened? It, it's Mark Barrymore, Man on the Street. Sorry I missed last week. I was at a wedding down at the Trump Tower. And oh, it was incredible. A conservative nice. friend of mine got married and I had to miss your show. So I'm very sorry. But I listened to it later on. So, OK, uh, but I, uh, let me tell you, I'm voting for Donald J. Trump. I'm also going on the John Anthony boat cruise, September 9th, 2023. My man. And right. I'm hoping to win this contest. <laughs> your name is oh, in it. Oh, good for you. Your name is in it, brother. Oh, my gosh. I bought a mug from uh, 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 what is it? The black and white the black and white radio dot com, baby. Yeah, so I, I and I'm hoping to win someday. What a thrill to be in the studio with Berlin and John Anthony. Oh my uh-huh. <laughs> so what you got going on? How many? What what events are you going to this week? There's not much going on. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, uh, the Illinois GOP has a fundraiser for a congressman up in uh, Wisconsin on Tuesday. I, I can't think of his name, so maybe someone else, Jim Economist, here probably tell you. Mm. But uh, we got July 4th. Actually, I'm going to seven parades on July 3rd oh, and 4th. So that'll be the big thing. I've done this uh, last year. It was, you know, totally disrupted with the uh, incident in Highland Park. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to a bunch of parades. I've also been school- speaking at the school board meetings in Highland Park. And, uh, you know, the, the the group up there. And we're Enrique. Better security, security at the school. So a lot going on there. So, uh, but I'm uh, my big thing is I, I just want to be in the studio with you guys. Oh, that would man, be a thanks. dream come true. Oh, here we go. You're buttering <laughs> us up. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, well thank I you so much, Mark. I'm looking forward to the drawing. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Go take it away, man. Half Daddy, music, please. You're in what are you gonna do? Oh, man. This was back in my day, my heyday when I was 14, 15 years old. I, I love big hair. But, you uh, sure you black, though? Uh, yeah, I'm a little. Okay, just ask <laughs> Now, this is a honor. You ain't black. This is an honor, a high honor, to be first on the list for Troublemaker of the Week. This honor is reserved for Dr. Umar Johnson. Uh-oh. And John, get the clip ready. Okay. Oh, you want me to play that one? Oh, yeah. After I get through talking, mm-hmm. I want you to play that clip, and then we're going to finish oh, it up. Oh, it's about this clip? Uh, no, but I'm pretty oh. sure he's going to say something that's oh, going to okay. okay. relate to whatever I say. Okay, go ahead. This poverty pimp, Uh-oh. this race hustler, Uh-oh. this black supremacist Ooh. spreads Phil, hate, hate all around the world, especially in Africa. They don't know really what's going on over here. They just want to come over here for the opportunity that America provides. But he's over there talking about how the white people hate us, they owe us. They they still us do perfectly. us the they still do us the same way they did us four hundred years ago. You know what, John, just you know what? I could go on and on, 
Please play the clip. Play All the right. clip. Here we go. I think people think you hate white people. You don't, don't hate, hate white, white people. people. Yeah. I have conversations with white folks all the time. Arabs, Chinese, East Indian. I have people who watch my work from all over the world. I, I would just stop in the airport by an Asian who uh, works for, what do you call the security? Uh, TSA. 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 Mm-hmm. He came right over to me. I'm taking my shoes off. He said, hey, I'm a big, about 40-year-old Asian man. I'm not sure if he was Chinese or Japanese. But he said, I'm a big fan of your work. Keep on doing what you're doing. Asian. I had a group of white boys run up to me at the oh. airport. I was in Dallas, Texas. Can we take a picture? I took the picture. Why do I do that? People say, why do you take pictures when white folks stop you? Because it's important for the world to know that my agenda is not hate. My agenda is African liberation. I'm opposed to white supremacy. I'm not opposed to white people. My priority is my own people, but I have nothing against yours. I'm unapologetically African. But the problem is, historically, any black man who is unapologetically African, Malcolm, the Honorable Marcus Garvey, Stokely Carmichael, uh... Huey P. Newton, anybody who was that way, we were automatically branded as anti-everybody else. That is not true. We are Africans. We are the original humanitarians of the planet Earth. We have never been against another people, but I am unapologetically committed to my own. So you don't and, and hate no, white people. You just don't, I don't want, hate nobody. You want to see black people. I became a psychologist to help people. And in my work, I do work with all races. But my priority is my own because we need the, the most help. Charity starts at home. And so, therefore, I make no apologies about being for black people people. I make no apologies about saying a black Sound man like has no business being with another woman, Ime Udoka and TJ Holmes. I make no Ooh. apologies <laughs> about that because we got to save ourselves. Well, I would say that's something what Phil would say, not not to call him a racist. Of course. That's what he believes. I, of yeah. course. But I would put Phil in the David Duke category because Ooh, Phil, speaks, ouch. Phil speaks politely. I don't know about that. Phil speaks politely. And if you, he came on the boat and he hung out with people. He came to Freedom Summit and people didn't really have a problem with him. I mean, he was 16, 19 hat and everything else, but he comes off as very polite. Dr. Umar Johnson comes off very aggressive. So I don't know what category to put him in, but I'm going to tell you what he is. He's a race hustler. He's a poverty pimp. He's a black supremacist. And he's one of the biggest devices, the device of figures of my lifetime and what he says is hate no matter what he says to say it's not it is and i've seen him speak read read his book you know, so i think he had a couple of books this man is hateful and he needs to be denounced and that's why i'm doing it today so he's the what he, he's the what he's your what he's my what yeah, what? What is? What, what's the name? What? Are you, he's your troublemaker of the. He's my troublemaker of the week, right. and I'm pretty sure he's gonna make the troublemaker of the week a few more times this year. <laughs> but Hoff Daddy, can you give this black supremacist the biggest? What you talking about, <laughs> Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, Philip will not be happy about that. Hey, the truth is the truth, and somebody has to say but it. I, this, okay, but it, I don't think it's. I don't. Th- Listen, I've had many conversations with Phil. I would not put him on the same plane as as David Duke. Never. Man, no. I grew up watching David Duke and that man was so polite. I this I really yeah, said I don't this Furlan's equating like how bad of a person he is to right. David Duke. He's saying as far as this delivery his style is how the, he right. converses and debates. Oh, right. I his That's what I'm talking about. Okay. When I saw okay. David Duke on TV, I said, Man, if I was white It's a matter of style. Right, okay. it's I said, if I was white, I'd hang out with that dude. He'd make me feel good to be white. Well, that just means you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> hey, hey, man, Clayton Bixby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just some people know how to deliver it with, with being humble. But, you know, you got to check them.
you got to put them in their place because we need to get rid of this scourge of racism and hate. And I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, gonna do I'm, not, I'm not going to do it all the way. You're going to do I'm your gonna, part. I'm going to do my part. Well, I understand that, which is what I talk about here, doing our part. Um, but, wow, you went there. You went for the juggler, though. No, it's, it's some more people out there that's, that's on his level that needs to be talked about. Uh, if it wasn't so old, I would talk about what Joe Biden said and when he had that speech that time. And he talked about white supremacists. I, I was thinking about putting him on the list, but you know what? I think this makes more of an impact than Joe Biden. Couldn't do everybody a, knows he's a. He you didn't want to do a retro. I didn't want to do a retro. <laughs> no, I didn't want to do a retro. All right, that's going to be interesting. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me check Facebook. <laughs> Let me check Facebook because I know Phil. Hey, look, I'm taking requests. Phil, Phil has been watching. I'm taking requests. Uh, you know, uh, he's nah, not the Phil, only one. Phil, Phil must have checked out because he he hasn't responded to him. On, on yeah, but he, you know, he doesn't like talking about politics or listening to politics. If it's not racial, he's not listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've seen the text message. Well, I won't I won't divulge what they said, but basically that you and I are uh, pansies for the white people. Your feel is like the FBI. He can only listen for so long. I mean, long. they nailed it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, my, as if I don't have my own brain that I can't think and analyze and be constructive about how I look at life. My well, life experience. Well, no, you've got more of a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's a normal, you know, everyday business. You're you're a nice African American man named John Anthony. Black. You're you're doctor. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you're an oh, African American man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and you're you're uh, going about your business, and then at night the white part comes out uh. and become Mister Hyde, <laughs> a the- seething racist. Feels like the FBI with a wiretap. You can only listen for so long. If nothing's going on that uh, pertains to what you're talking about or want. You, you t- trying you to call him out. out. You trying to call no, him out. No, that's you. You've been talking about us at the beginning of the no, show. No, I was just trying to say what you said. We'll be right back. <laughs> back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM560 Theater. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. All right, Bilal. You called, he called. Uh, but let's go to Eduardo first. Eduardo from Tampa Bay. I heard you calling into Sean Thompson's show. Uh, you made you made a misstep when you told all of the people to come to Florida. Uh, Sean corrected you quickly, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it's too hot for everybody up there, but uh, at least we don't have the crime and yeah. the high taxes. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Yeah, Christian, uh, I'm on poor on PBS. Was interviewing President Obama. Uh huh. And he was complaining that uh, the Titanic, the disaster on the mini sub, was getting more press than that 700 um, boat of illegals in Greece uh-huh. that went down. Yeah. killed like 80 people. Yeah. Yeah. So he was complaining that uh, that wasn't getting enough coverage. Although, if I remember hearing a different show, they said that he was like, responsible for more or one of the presidents uh sending more people back yeah he was the, the deporter in chief he ended right. up being right. deporter in chief there you really? go but he's complaining about that yeah oh, I, I didn't i didn't i personally yeah, I didn't hear that, that. i'm sorry critical yeah you always bringing something funny <laughs> you always finding those tidbits of information hey, that's good man thank you so much oh Edward. yeah yeah, I'm but, doing the Chris Matthews. Uh, tell me something I don't know. The conservative side of that. Uh, hey, 
blackandrightradio.com. I haven't seen your name come across the wire, Eduardo. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I heard September 9th, right? Yeah, that's, 9th, no, that's, for the, that's for the boat cruise. I'm talking about cop some merch. Blackandrightradio.com. Let's go. Okay. All right. Thanks, Eduardo. Uh, I'll check it out. All right. Okay, thank you. Have a good week. Take it easy. All right. Vila? Yeah. Take it away. What's Phil from Blue Island. <laughs> Hey, John. What's up, bro? Um, and I, hey, hey, Amy, how you doing? Oh, ouch! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Hey, but that's oh, in, but you know what? What's that's that, I'm I'm good, but that's an honor though because Zing. Amy Amy may not Zing? get her due the way she should, but she's a true journalist, a true Amy's reporter. Amazing. She she oh, knows well, the, she she that's she fine. knows how to do true journalism. She's amazing too. I, 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 I fight for Amy all the time against against her her chauvinist um, host. But look, um, that tape you played, a clip of Dr. Umar, uh, didn't point out to anything of hatred towards anybody else. And to to define him as the troublemaker, um, I don't know. It's a little bit uh, it missed the mark with me. Because again, uh, you know, if he says that, you know, he talks to white people, he takes pictures with them, he does everything that every other normal person does that lives in this society um, uh, does. You know, uh, well, how, how is he? And, and what did he say? Well, let me let me let me tell you something. That was the clip. That was the clip that John, the host of this show, chose to play. But I got clips. And I've read and I've heard him speak, and that was only a little bit of a clip out of an hour interview on The Breakfast Club. Oh, he spoke. He spoke many times of hatred. He spoke to many different issues with what I see as hatred and his hate of white people. He hates white people. Again, again, he speaks of himself. Uh, You want to put him in the category, what you call him? uh, David Duke. Pimps and, and poverty and, pimp um, and a uh, race hustle. Poverty pimps. No, listen, listen. See, this is something Dr. Umar himself speaks against. He knows these people are out here in our community. So that's what I'm saying. You give who him is these people? All of these, who is like, these people? Who is these people? The poverty pimps, uh, the Sharptons, the Jesse Jacksons, the even sometimes Farrakhan can come off as just using these our people. Let me tell you what he a poverty. Let me tell you what a poverty pimp is. A poverty pip is somebody going around begging for reparations or talking about America owes them Ouch. for past wrong. Ouch. That's what a poverty I mean, I mean, pimp well, is. That's, that's not a pop. That's not what. Okay, that's your definition. That's fine. Live with that or die with that. But what a poverty? Well, from my estimate, what a poverty pimp is somebody who just capitalizes and uses black people and take their money when they know that black people are in the poor. What you talking or, about? Or, take their money. If a black person goes out there and chooses to spend his money on, with a business, on, with a business, he chose to do that. Your, don't, your business doesn't owe you because you chose to shop there. Salon. See, first of all, you jump into conclusions because you want to argue with me. I don't want to argue with you. Yo, but brother. you want me to see it your way. You're going to have to convince me better than that. I don't want that. you to see it my way. I don't want you to see it. You're hollering in my ear. It's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, you are see, see how he wants to come off with you're this polite. You can but you, but you, no, but you see how he wants to come off it's with this polite necessary. talk? Yeah. It's not. It it it, 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 it angers me. Brother, brother. Go ahead. It okay, I don't you. know why that angers you. But again, if that's your definition of party, that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is that there are people that are putting forth uh, valid arguments for reparations for uh, Africans that's left here in America. I haven't heard one. There's valid reason. Well, you know, go again. That don't mean that you've heard everything. You're still learning, I hope. 
Let me tell you. Let me so, tell you something. No, you, 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 no, it's gonna be a back and forth, Phil. It's gonna be a back and forth. The bottom line is, you can't charge someone fifty years old, sixty years old, even seventy years old, or might even be eighty years old with the wrongs of what happened four hundred, two, three hundred, two hundred years ago, and say they owe you for what? For what? They didn't do. They didn't make any money off of slavery or Jim Crow. What do they owe you for? Nothing. And Phil, Phil, hold the line. I'll let you answer that when we come back from break. We got the phone lines are blowing up. Nick Allen, Mike, hold the line. We'll take you when we get back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. We got winners! George Hoffdaddy picked winners, but we're not going to get to that just yet. Uh, no. Phil, go ahead and respond to Verlon. Verlon, what's the question again? What was you, Do you remember? You probably don't all remember. All I said was people our age, even all the way up to 80 years old, they don't... They shouldn't be charged with paying black people anything. They they didn't contribute to any plight of ours <laughs> for our slavery, Jim Crow, or whatever. So they shouldn't be... They shouldn't have to pay that burden. Well, I can argue that um, a great uh, population of the dominant culture has benefited from everything that uh, our our free labor uh, benefited, maybe their ancestors benefited this government, benefited the towns and the cities that they segregated us in or that they relegated us to the bottom of the social economic. So they benefited. They, Who they is they? To, and see, that's what. Who's they? The people that the line, white people. The Isn't people they that, the entirety of society? The same. The same the, in, in some respects, yes. And this is getting bring me to a greater point. I'm glad you said that. That there are also black people who feel the same exact way as Verlon. But my argument with them is that they're only uh, uh, operating uh, functionally as white people. They accepted the culture. They accept the, the, the benefits of white supremacy. They love to live out in their communities. They love to go to their schools. They love everything about white culture, white thought, white everything. See, so what, see, see what I mean? He, he says and they. So, he the says world? they. They, they, they. You know that's what that, I mean. Don't, that's, don't act like. That's that polite, don't, that's that polite don't racist lie. talk. Lie. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't know why you want me to, to, to talk outside of my own. Uh, 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 personality. So save that. Keep that. Miss me with that. Oh, so miss me? Is, no, well, right, hold on, that. brother. All right. Miss you. We done. Miss you. We're save done. that. We're done. We're save done. that. Who are you talking to? Miss me with We're that. Done. Phil, thanks so much for calling. We got the lines have blown up. Appreciate you. Thank you, Phil. Uh, let's go to. Before you do that, I'm a really big fan of the fact that, like, if your opinion is different from Phil's, there's something wrong with your brain. Apparently, you're you're a mental issue. If if you have a difference of opinion, uh, Nick from the Northwest Side, you've been holding for quite some time. Thanks so much for calling. Oh yeah, my pleasure. You guys always have a nice show. It's either Thank intellectual you. or also fun. Hey, Thank listen, you. everybody's so sensitive now. Yep. Um, uh, recently, a few days ago, I saw uh, heard a thing rather on uh, radio that the group of doctors in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, want a team, a softball team, I believe it was to change your name. That's from Macon, Georgia. They call themselves Macon Bacon. But it reminded <laughs> me of a poster I saw in a bar once. It had the word Macon Bacon on the bottom, what M-A-K-I-N, one pig 
snuggling up to another one. With that pleasant thought, I'll say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks so much, Nick. Uh, let's go to our buddy Al from Rosemont. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, man? Everybody, uh, Berlin, hot and heated. Yeah, he is. Uh, Somebody say you need a 120 life for line. <laughs> yeah. all, all I'm going to say is, and not all, but uh, slavery isn't settled business, okay? And, we, you know, we have callers like uh, Jim that call in sometimes. He's been calling, making this tour, uh, proclaiming that we settled this up a long time ago. And, and that's just not the case. Um, we have to stop shining shoes for people, okay? And I'm a Martin Luther King Republican. And I, I can explain that off off camera. I know I know what it means. What that means. Yeah, I know what it means. Okay. Yeah, and, and and but I know that this isn't settled business. And so at some point we got to come with this. Uh, I'm not into the money thing, but we got to settle this up somehow. And that's you know that's pretty much my statement. All right, thanks, Al. Uh, let's go to Mike from the North Shite. Mike from the North Shite. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you loud and clear, brother. Hey, don't let anyone call you Amy Jacobson. Next time he calls you Amy Jacobson, call him Joy Behar. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, nice. That was nice. a good comeback, though. <laughs> that was a good comeback Listen, from Phil. He should have his own bumper, Phil. You <laughs> should play Stevie Nicks, Lies Tell Me Sweet Little Lies. Oh, George, that's a good I point. I was listening to you the first hour of the show before uh, I went into church, and... You had talked about Trump and getting rid of his impeachment. Don't yeah. do that because it says in the Constitution, and they recognize politics. If a president is impeached but not convicted, his first term is null and void, and he's eligible to run two more times. Oh, I got to look that so up. So we could we can have Trump for another eight years, and you can't talk about crime in Chicago until you get rid of Kim Fox. You have to incarcerate and you have to prosecute these criminals. Let them back out on the street. Yeah. If you get the neighborhood newspapers on the North Lakefront, my buddy owns them, and I write uh, columns in them every other week inside publications. They have a blue page from CWB Chicago, and they tell you CWB. about people being arrested and they're out on bond, or they're out on ankle monitors. Remember, this isn't new. This has been going downhill since Ron got in. Yeah. Remember, at 64th and King Drive, about 10 years ago, we had um, some gangbangers that they turned off their ankle monitors so they can go look for a job or something, <laughs> and they shot Dwayne Wade's cousin when she was pushing a baby stroller. I mean, this has been going on, and they don't hold these judges or this prosecutor are these politicians accountable? That's true. Mike, you're the man. Thanks so much for calling. Thanks, us, Mike. Let's go to Nation from Aurora. Nation, Hi, thank you for calling you? again. How are you doing? Well, anyway, yeah, I have a. I want to say this about reparations because it's been on my mind. Anyway, reparations. You know, if you are a black descendant of slavery, you have been paid because decade upon decade, black people have been living the Marxist socialist welfare agenda, and that has more than well-paid reparation. But reparations, you black people, now is the time you need to be making preparations, and you need preparation H if you have been sitting and waiting for this money, because <laughs> these Marxist that was billionaires really are... <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Nation, that was really good. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, that caught me off guard. That was really good what you just said. Sorry about that. They caught us off both off guard. Oh. Right. And so these Marxist billionaires don't want you to have anything because we have less than the 10 years. Klaus Schwab said in 10 years, you will have nothing. Mm. So you have been reparated. You have freedom to get an education, to work for the pay that you need. And let me go on about crime. This is really all quickly, about really quickly, because we got to go to break. Changing, changing policing. We have ten communist police stations set up in this country. Okay, thank you so much for calling, us, Nation. Really appreciate it. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I hate you, Off Daddy. I really hate you. Right before I come, come right before I gotta come on, you do that. You make me laugh. Like I've that. Um, I despise you. I've screwed up your show here. Yeah, not not for today, but like for weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. you really did. I, I might like not you. even be here, and I've still screwed up your show somehow. <laughs> All right, can I get some? Uh, I don't know. Drawing music? What what music is drawing. that? Drawing? What? what? Uh, you gonna pick some, a winner from something? Drum music. Drum music. Newsflash. What about drums? I like, I like drum music. Drum roll, please. You'll get nothing in life. <laughs> All right, guys. We got we got a winner. I told you guys I would, I would pick a, a male and a female. The female's name, George Hoffdaddy, picked these names. I did not. Flan, who picked them? George. I did not pick them. Um, the female winner is Janelle Towns. Ta-da! Come on. Wow. And she'll, the, she'll text me about yeah. that. <laughs> and the male winner is, he called it, Man on the Street, Mark Wyamuller. That's the only thing that makes me feel good after that phone call from Phil. What? Hearing that man Mark, Mark, man on the street, would be here in the studio. Yes, July first. Yeah, so that's uh, that, well, that, that, that what's, makes not me, July first. I mean, I gotta look good. at the date because um, we we had to get we had to cancel July first. Okay. So, but yeah, I won't be here. Yeah, nobody's gonna be. Here. And you won't be here. I won't be here. Right. Verlon might be here, but that's only because he can't read a calendar. I was initially going to be here, but then uh, I got a call. <laughs> the call was from you. No, you no, left no, yourself I, a message. No, and no, say, no, hey, no. I got a call. Take the weekend. Well, I, got a, I should say I got an email. Hey, you got, you got an email from my boss. Yeah. That's what you did. Hey, John. Um. You gotta do we, the show. We have our ways to pressure. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't like to do a show if there's a holiday. I like people to be, spend time with their family. Yeah, uh, let's go to the phone lines, Kelvin. Kelvin from Springfield. I'll be down there shortly. What's up, brother? Hey, let's link up when you get here. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good, brother. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you. Perfect, perfect. What's real quick? To feel. And all the woke, and I agree with the troublemaker 100% on these race baiters. But here's my message. While the people are trying to hustle for reparations, specific black people, you better be careful because you might end up paying. Woo. See, didn't nobody go and capture blacks from Africa? They were sold. Okay? Phil so, doesn't Antonio believe that. Antonio Johnson, Antonio the Negro, he was the first 
slave owner in this area called America, he was black. 300 some odd people owned 12,000 slaves. They were black. So to the woke folks, if you want reparations, let's go back to Africa for the people who sold it and then try to get it. Don't forget St. Q from Africa. Hey, 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 don't forget St. Q from Africa. Yeah. <laughs> See, it, 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 it amazes me how we, we get into these heated debates and then, you know, you get whites calling in saying, oh, well, you blacks deserve this. I don't like whites speaking for me at all. I don't like anybody speaking for me. This is America. Yeah. Home of the brave, land of the free, capitalistic system, land of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, Kelvin, we got that music means we got to go. Belly of the Beast next. Hoff Daddy, you always make me sound good. Troublemaker, go get take some 120 life. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.